what's up everybody? Welcome to the third episode of the Passage P3D podcast. And uh, the 3Ds are Discover, Develop, and Demonstrate. And today we have very special guests, uh, Les and Donna Pippen with us. And we're going to talk a little bit about missional communities, DNA groups, and all of that kind of goes with the Demonstrate. Well, we could say Demonstrate, but really there's a lot it really has hits on all three, right? Discover, develop, and demonstrate. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Yep. So why don't you guys go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourselves, who you are, how you're connected to the Passage Church, and uh, yeah, then we'll get we'll go from there. Okay. All right. I am Les Pippen. I serve as one of the elders at the Passage Church, uh, and this is my wife, Donna. Hi. <laughs> and uh, last weekend was graduation Sunday. Mm-hmm. You guys have a graduate. Baby graduated, so we are about to have an empty nest in August. Are you excited? Yes. And and sad. A little bit of both, yeah. We know it's going to be a little tough, but fun too. We have lots of big plans. Yeah. I asked Les, I was like, man, what's that? I, I'm so far away from that, yeah. I don't even know what that's going to You'll turn around and it'll be here. That's yeah. that's the sad reality yeah. of it. Yeah. That's right here. That's right here. Yeah, it's my past. So how long have y'all been at the Passage Church? Since before it started. Right. Uh, <laughs> we have watched the church back in 2009 and they've let us hang around ever since. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so I called, uh, I called Scott an OG. He's yeah. an OG Passage yeah. Church. So you guys are part of the OG crowd that, yeah. that came. That's us. <laughs> um, but so today we're going to talk about missional communities. So what is a missional community? Uh, a missional community is, I would describe a group of people uh, that, uh, share life together they, they live in community uh, but they also stay on mission together yeah so we used to have uh we, it kind of transitioned we used to have small groups they became life groups um is there a difference between small groups and missional communities i think um obviously one of the big differences is you you focus on a mission like as a group we've decided we started out we have sort of the same group that's grown from when we first started we've you know grown people but um in the midst of us all being together we got to decide what is our mission going to be what do we want to do how do we want to serve our community our neighbors and you know find that niche that we had that that we wanted to plug into that we didn't have before as a small group yeah and what did you guys come up with for your mission we do backpack buddies what is that (laughs) so backpack buddies is a program that is all it's all over the country it um helps feed kids at public at well at any school i guess at schools um over the weekends there's such a need for that there's so many kids who depend on the school meals that they get and then when they go home on friday afternoon they might not eat again until monday morning which we found out during covid was a big huge problem huge problem yeah so um we pack bags that we that go home we 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 go to the school we find out like from the teachers from the social worker the needs there and send these bags every friday afternoon they go home with the kids in their backpacks and they're you know they have three meals a day for those those days that they're not in school that's awesome so uh and y'all do one specific school right your group takes over one specific Mm -hmm. school uh wendell elementary it's wendell elementary okay awesome and um 
yeah, that that's a that's a fantastic mission. Yeah, but. we love it. It's fun. We um over the the years have been able to to not only do the food piece of it, but we every year get all the kids' names. We're able to to pray over those kids, the families. We've had opportunity to to serve some of the families who had more needs. You know, um, we had a, a family once who had a mom who was really sick, a single mom. We were able to you know cut her grass. We provided. Backyard toys for the boys that she had, and just some other different things to keep that ministry, you know, help those families. Yeah. So, um, so that's the mission aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So, what does a typical missional community look like? As far as like, if I wanted to come to your group, what what can I expect? We like to eat. Yes. <laughs> I'm in. You know what? I'm leading my mission. <laughs> I think one of the great things about missional communities is they can all look a lot different. Yeah. So our missional community, um, we like to stay together as a group. And we will, uh, at the beginning of the missional community, just kind of hang out, um, spend some time together, um, enjoy some uh, refreshments, snacks, snacks uh, that type of thing. And then we'll usually dive into a, uh, a study. Um, but we don't do that every week. So we will maybe like the first week of the month, uh, maybe have like a fellowship time. The next, the next time we come together, it would be uh, more of a study time. And then the, the third week would be a time for us to look at our mission. Um, but I know there are missional communities who some uh, kind of break it up. And the men will get together during a time. The ladies will get together during a time. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to missional communities. That's a great, uh, great part about them. Yeah, that's our. So our group, uh, we meet together as a group one week. And the next week, the girls meet, and they don't meet necessarily for uh, study, but they'll meet for like dinner and uh, kind of talk about each, you know, what's going on in each other's lives and encourage each other that way. And the next meet. Next week, we meet as a group again, and we're back in the study. And then the week after that, we'll do guys. And the same same thing. We'll go out and uh, eat dinner. And uh, look, last time I went out with the guys, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'm sitting there, and they're like, I mean, it's like 8 o'clock, 8.30. And they're like, all right, you guys are ready to go to the church. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, we got to go put the foster closet together like the walls and i was like what <laughs> it's 8 30 at night and so what well, was the shelves sorry and when, there were no lights out there so we had flashlights and car headlights and we put all the shelves up for everyday grace in that foster closet but that was fun they got me which i don't mind it was yeah. fun but um but no that that's kind of how the breakdown of our group goes so uh what do you study in your group We've done all sorts of things, and we usually just take a group vote. And um, Les will sometimes research a few things. Um, we've done some of the video studies that are on the right now right now media that we have. Um, we've taken just a, a book of the Bible, and just we were in Revelation for how long? <laughs> a Quite long a time. We would just you know go through the whole book. We've done several books of the Bible that way. We've done some book studies. Um, during COVID, that was one of the things we did. We did we got a couple of books for everyone in the group and just um, had everyone sort of reading along, you know, when we couldn't get together and we'd do Zoom meets and discuss it or whatever. Um, so lots of different things, you know, we sort of shake it up. Nice. Um, so how many people are in your group? Uh, we have uh, right now uh, seven families that are in our group. Wow. Um, and So some uh, of them have to have kids. 
Uh, correct. Yeah. Our our group uh, is a mostly older group, but we do have a, a couple of families with with younger children, and they'll come and um, uh, come and and hang out in another room, maybe uh, um, play a video game or watch uh, read some books sometimes, or, yeah. um, or or watch a video. You mean you mean read some books or play video games sometimes? Yeah, right. That's, that's the other way. Around. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah, you yeah. for correcting. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of the video games. Yeah. Hey, uh, so um, our group also has small children, and sometimes it really works out well when groups have older kids that can watch the younger kids. And a lot of our groups are that way. Like the Whites group, um, you know, I think the Stacys group probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we keep splitting off, so I don't know who's yeah. in what group anymore. Um, but yeah, so missional communities, and how 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 do you think people what would you say to somebody who says, um, I just, I don't have time to be in a missional community group? I would say make the time, just try it out. Because once you, once you go to one and you, you find, you know, the family that you connect with, meaning we're all a family, our commissional community is, you know, we're there for each other. Yeah. And, and you know, once you find that comfort level and you, you don't want to miss it because you enjoy that time and you, you know, look forward to talking to those people and knowing that, you know, pray together with those people and be able to, you know, tell them what's going on and, you know, what you need prayers about or, you know, things like that. You, it's invaluable. Yeah, that's right. It's a lot of great time to stay connected, find some accountability. Um, and and uh, when you're working on the mission together, um, uh, the entire family comes together. That's something for everybody. And uh, as Donna said, it's just uh, you're, you're kind of missing out uh, um, if you're if you're not part of one. Yeah. What other roadblocks do you think people might have to joining a missional community? So time, I feel like, is the it's one that huge. people. Yeah, I think too. It's probably hard if you know there's a group that you know, may have been meeting for a year together or whatever, it's a little scary to walk in as a new couple or a new family. and so, Or even by yourself. Or by yourself, exactly. Yeah. That's a tough first step. But, yeah. but I think that if anyone would try it, they would see that any group that they would go to would be so welcoming because you just, you know, you're, you're part of the family then. You just yeah. join right in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the time thing, you know, like you said, you got to prioritize what's important to you, Yeah. you know? Um, and then kids, I think is another roadblock that people say, and we already discussed like, you know, most, most of the groups, they don't care if you have kids, mm-hmm. let the kids come and run around. Like it's more of a family. It's, you know, we do Bible study and we talk about things, but like in our group, the Westers, they have a, they have a, a baby, a yeah. toddler. I mean, she's, we she's love a baby in our group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but you know what? She hangs out with us right. and it's totally fine. It's yeah. not a distraction. Like we, I mean, praise God. We love babies. Right. You're at the church. That's the same thing like on Sunday morning, right? Like when, yeah. when you you feel so bad for the mom that brings a kid in there and then the kid starts, make, might make a noise and like, oh my gosh, you're going right. to make, it. it's not cares. like that. Nobody yeah. cares. We yeah. know. We, we've been there. Yeah. We know. Absolutely. Exactly. So, uh, so that's missional communities. You guys have anything else to say about missional communities? Anything you want to add? Yeah, I would say if you're not in one, find one because they really are just such a huge piece of 
of our wall, you know, yeah. to have that, that connection. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. And and uh, and once again, uh, thinking of kids, I know in ours, uh, when we're packing bags for backpack buddies, or sometimes we put in some gifts in the backpack buddies, and the kids in our group absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, and so that uh, it's like I said, something the, the whole family. family absolutely. It is. Yes, kids love to serve. I mean, it's fun to have the whole family yes. serving together, doing mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so getting into a missional community. If you're interested in getting into a missional community. Um, we have the link on our website for missional communities, and I'll actually I'll put it in the bio, in the description of this podcast. How about them apples? And then so you can just click on that and go there and see the different groups we have. And uh, really, if you have a lot of questions about them, you kind of want to more know more info, just email Matt at thepassagechurch.com, and uh, he might be able to get you into a good fit. Um, you know, a group that he thinks you might do well in. So. Uh, those are missional communities. So we've got new groups here at the Passage Church. They are called DNA groups. Do you guys know about DNA groups? We do. Awesome. So uh, DNA stands for Discover, Nurture, and Act. And um, if you guys uh, want to speak a little bit on DNA groups and what you know of them, what, you know. Sure. Um, uh, there'll be three or four people. And uh, it'll be a group of men meeting or a group of ladies meeting. Um, and it'll, it'll be that, uh, that time where you have, uh, it's more than two people. Um, so accountability will be a big part of it when it's just maybe yep. you and one more person. Um, uh, I think it's the accountability steps up a lot when there's another, uh, when there's uh, three or four people together. Um, but it'll be a time to, um, to share with one another, to, to study with one another, to challenge one another. Um, and and to stay on mission to one another. It's uh, we we want the we want the uh, words of the Bible that we're reading and studying. We want them to come to life. Yeah. And the DNA group is um, a great catapult um, for that uh, for everybody. Yeah. So uh, just from my own experience, so I right now uh, I have two DNA groups. So uh, what I like about DNA groups is that they're super flexible because they're so they're it's a small group of people. So like one of my groups, so I have a weird schedule. I'm a firefighter. I work strange out, strange days, and no week is exactly the same. So missional community is sometimes hard for me to say, well, man, I'm working the next three Wednesdays. I won't be there. And then the Wednesday after that, I'm out of town. And before, I, like, I'm not in community for a whole month. Right. Whereas if I'm in a DNA group with two other people, I can be like, hey, I can't do this day. Can y'all do this day? And they say, yes. And so one of my groups, we meet, uh, we normally meet about 9 a.m. in the morning, which is an odd time, I know, but he also works odd schedules. So it works for us. And then another group, we meet at 6.30 in the mornings um, and there's no set day. Like we, we try to come up with a day that we're going to, the next meeting, you know, to try to be active, action oriented about that. But um, it, so it works for me really well, especially since. You know, we have we have three kids at home. We're already in missional community. Uh, we have band practice on Tuesday nights. I'm just like, I don't have time to add another group to my schedule. So, but that's my situation. And a lot of people are are their DNA groups are in their missional communities. Mm-hmm. So I know Matt's DNA groups are in his missional communities. I think uh, I think the Hunts. I think they're going to do their DNA groups with from within their missional community. Um, so discipleship. Let's speak a little bit to discipleship 
here at our church. What do you think that our church is focused on discipleship? Absolutely. That's the vision of our church is to make disciples. And so um, we want discipleship to be a, a big part of that. So um, uh, being able to encourage other people um, uh, to uh, to share uh, their faith with those uh, that are, um, I kind of like to think about it as a spider web. Uh, we're all connected to different people in different ways. Um, and so the web of people that I have around me are different than what uh, the, the web of people you have around yourself. And so if I'm encouraging you uh, to, to live out our faith and uh, then challenging myself to do that, uh, we're kind of hitting different webs and we're hitting different people. Um, and so I think that's- I like that. I like the web analogy. Thank that's you. really good. That. Man. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, I come I, I yeah. So uh, with that attitude of discipleship, that is where the DNA groups come from because uh, it's another on-ramp, another avenue, if you will. We say on-ramp. There's a lot of like churchy terms like that, on-ramp, things like that that we use. But uh, basically, it's a way to get connected, yeah. right? And so some people can't make the groups happen, missional community groups. Um, also, the DNA groups, I feel like, is a little bit more targeted, like, we're teaching we're, when we go through there's a binder actually if you didn't know there is a binder we have binders for dna groups if you want to be in a dna group all you have to do is ask matt and he'll give you one of the binders they're nice they're they're really well laid out and it's kind of like a curriculum and so you sit down and it has everything laid out from yeah. what you do from your first meeting to your last every meeting yeah. and um the point is to be able to go through those uh appendixes appendices appendices what do you yes. say what's the sounds thing good. Yeah. sounds good to me <laughs> yeah you go through there you study the bible together and you learn how to explain the story of god to other people uh that's one of the things you learn how to tell your story with jesus as the hero and i think those are things that when you're in a big group of people you just can say like oh yep I, I, I'm good on that. I know how to do that. You know, that's what I was going to say about them. It's more intimate. Like it, in a, in a big group, you might be able to just not say anything and yep. sit back. And when you're with two other people and you have to tell your story, yeah, it's real. You know, it's you have real. to do it and, yep. and, it, and it, but it's great practice because then it's not hard to do the next time and the next time and the next time. Yeah. And it's funny you brought that up about the being, it's more intimate and you, uh, in a DNA group, there are groups of the same gender, yeah. right? So, um, and you brought up accountability too. So like, I know that in a, in a mixed group, I am not going to be as honest as I could be right. as if it was just that same gender. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why a lot of groups split up during prayer time and, you know, to have that kind of time with each other. But uh, with the DNA group, you're with the same gender. Yeah. You can talk about that. You can, and you're more intimate, but there's also nowhere to hide. Yeah. So like, you can't just say, well, yep, that's my story. Yeah. Um, you have to really flush it out. And that's the, the questions that are in the guide work. Yeah, really that's well. the beauty of the book is, I mean, you just, it lays it out. So you can just go through step one, step two, and you're going to do it. You yeah, know, you're, it's right there. You have yeah, it. <laughs> right. You know what? It, it's uh, it's funny because when you, the question, like one of the questions or one of the one of the exercises, is to tell your story with Jesus as the hero, and I think a lot of people are like, "Well, I can I can do that." And he's like, "All right, well, tell me your testimony." And a lot of people say, 
their testimony is, well, I used to do bad things and then I became a Christian. I don't do bad things anymore. And that's kind of the extent of it. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't like dive into the the realness of it, right. you know? So when you have to really focus on, all right, well, how is Jesus the hero of my story? Right. Like, how do I honor him and glorify him in the way that I tell my story to other people? Mm -hmm. And that makes Christianity look more, look like more than just rules. Right. Like, hey, do this and you won't be, you go to church, you won't be bad anymore. Right. You know, because we all know that is absolutely not, not the case. <laughs> so, yeah, our story can be so personal that a lot of times when we're sharing our story, it's uh, it's so easy to stay focused on ourselves. Yeah. Um, but the great thing about the curriculum is it, uh, as you were just sharing, it, it changes the focus off of ourselves onto Jesus as the hero. Yeah. And the other good thing about this manual is that's what it is. It's a manual to teach you how, like you're in a group, you're in a you're group with your people, you go through the book and then you say, all right, I feel equipped that I can start my own DNA group. And then that DNA group splits out and creates a bigger web. See what I did there? <laughs> Great. Yep, yep, because they, this person has a different web of people, this person has a different web of people, and then you continually grow. Yeah. So it multiplies, it's not addition, it's multiplication. Yeah. Um, so that is the point of the DNA group. So as missional communities, you're, you're in that group and that's your family who you're gonna be with, you know? DNA groups, you could, you could still meet with those same people, but the point is for you to be able to disciple other people, to have them come along with that journey and like- Grow it. To grow it, yeah. exactly. So, uh, you know what? Every time we have somebody on the show, okay, we have, oh no, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> Uh, we get music recommendations or book recommendations. So, what do you guys got? Music or book? What do you think? I just read a book. All right, what book did you That's read? That's really, it was fun. It was a light read, but it was it was a good read by Annie Downs called That, that Sounds Fun. Okay. And it's talking about how... I started to say that sounds fun. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> and that's what it's about. And she talks about the, the beginning of the book. She talks about how Eden was created for us to, for Adam and Eve to enjoy. And then sin came in and we forgot that God created this world for us to enjoy. And it's just talking about finding things that bring joy yeah. to our lives. It's a really cool book. Nice. Light, easy read. Yeah. That sounds fun. Cool. What about you, Les? What you got? So um, I, I believe last week Scott talked about the book uh, that we were reading as elders. Yep, can't do that one. Guys, I can't, I can't do that one. Um, and so I've been wanting to read uh, Don't Waste Your Life with John Piper, so that's up next. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. yeah, that one's intense. Right. Have you read books by John Piper before? I have, um, but it has been a while. So yes. I'm looking forward to jumping into this. Yeah, cool. Uh, that sounds awesome. Um, so my book that I'm reading right now, I, I don't think I've mentioned on the podcast yet, but it's called Preaching. Okay. Uh, by Tim Keller and it's called preaching, but it's not about preaching like Sunday morning preaching. It's basically about preaching the gospel and how you can, I mean, it, it has a lot of tips and stuff about different theories on how to preach from there, but it's really the, like the, what do you call that thing? The summary, it's a summary, whatever mm -hmm. it says that it's for anybody that wants to tell the story of the gospel to other people effectively. And I was like, well, that sounds Great. like something I want to be on board with. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, uh, Tim Keller. yep. Tim, you cannot go wrong with Tim Keller. Yes. Such a fan. Um, 
but we'll put the links to those also in the uh, description. Last time we did that, we didn't put links in there and somebody suggested it and it was an excellent suggestion. <laughs> so uh, if you have any other suggestions, we would like to hear those too, you know, <laughs> put them down in the uh, comments. And so thank you guys so much for being with us today. You got anything else you want to add for them? Thanks, no, for yeah, thanks for having us. It was fun. It was fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been the P3D Podcast, and uh, stay tuned for more episodes. We love you, Pastor Family. 